Welcome to the Ugly Ones. I'm your bare-faced and chubby host, Cam Hairless, and Jessica is out tonight. She had a little surgery today and needed some time to rest, so keep her in your prayers. But you're not stuck with just me talking into a microphone tonight. We tried that at one point. It didn't work. No one wanted it. No, I wouldn't do that to you. So, not with this face at least. Instead, I reached out to the cream of the crop and a good friend who you can see right here to tag in for Jessica while she's out. So subbing in for your favorite hostess is the destroyer of propaganda, the bane of Bilderberg, the annihilator of the official narrative, the Batman of breaking the news they don't want you to hear, <laughs> Miss Monica Perez. Well, I think you're gorgeous. <laughs> I love your chin, but I also like Cam uh, Hairless. That's really funny. You have, you have such a Viking thing, even down to like the names. <laughs> You just have yeah. such a, you know, you it's definitely like Scottish or I don't know what it is. Oh, I've you, got. I just think you need an axe in your hand at all times. Well, there's the, a lion's share of my actual DNA is Irish, Scottish, and uh, Viking, and so it's like it's wow, it, you know, that's 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 the thing. And what's funny is they're like, oh, but you have English, and I'm like, no, I have Irish and Scottish. It's the same damn island. Don't you tell me any differently. <laughs> <laughs> Irish and Scottish is not the same island. This is no, I mean uh, Sc Scotland and um, England. England, same island. Okay, so uh, are you? Have you ever thought of the what I think is a fact that the Vikings had the only true European religion? That the other religions are Middle Eastern, like well, yeah, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, which are like the dominant um, yeah. religions in Europe, are foreign religions. Well, it's yeah, it's interesting because you know the the Norse, the Northmen, did have like a very Germanic religion, which is a big, took up a big chunk of land. And England and Ireland and Scotland all had the Celtic religions, which oh, with like fairies and stuff living in yeah, fa people, fairies, sprites, people. like because I've read a lot about the the Norse mythology, oh. but like it's really hard to get Celtic because a lot of that is very very unknown. Because like the yes. Norse mythology, um, yes. one of the things that happened was actually the Christian missionaries who uh, went over there, and some of, after some of these Viking people got saved, the the Christians wanted to keep some of the stories for their heritage and actually wrote out these stories uh, with and for the Norse people, which that didn't happen in England or Ireland. So those are kind of lost to time, but. Yes, that disappoints me because I'm interested in my Irish heritage in numerous ways. And I was actually wondering what, because I was thinking about like, what is primal like eating? And mm. I imagine it's probably pretty specific to yeah. your like, so don't tell anybody, but I did that. I did that 23 and me thing and like just some moment of stupidity. Like my father had some disease and I was like, gosh, I wonder if I have that disease. Yeah. So I was just so fucking stupid. That was before I knew <laughs> that it was Google's wife who did it, who, who like, yeah. like she established it. Ha ha. Like, yeah. Sure. What well, I was, cause I'd like my mom to do it because I've done ancestry and my brother's done it. And both of our results are different because that's how DNA works. It's recombinated DNA. Only certain things come down to each kid. So it's not, we're not mirror images of each other. Oh, all so, mine said was what nationalities I was. Yeah. But it's like, even those percentages of the nationalities, really? mine and my brother's aren't the same. Mine was so exactly what I was always taught. Sorry. I keep interrupting. I'm going to keep <laughs> No, <it>. You're good. <laughs> okay. Keep going. No, but what was funny about it is, 
all of the places where men grew grew beards well, I was like <laughs> 10, 10 to fifteen percent higher in each of those categories than my brother. Wow. He can't grow a beard. Wow. And so it was just Your this very he, he got yeah, he got much much deep. less of the Viking stuff than I did. Yeah, wow. Hilarious. Well, that's interesting. So now I'm saying if you're more Viking, then you should probably figure out what Vikings ate. Yeah. Elk, I mean, probably, I'd like to know right? what Irish people ate because <laughs> potatoes are from Peru. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I've never thought about doing it that specifically. Um, but, but I just I, I, I wonder what the Irish people ate before, before they were know. encroached upon. Is there probably a bunch of deer? Like, isn't there a fair amount? It's just of deer? well, there are a lot of sheep there now, but who knows well, where yeah. sheep came from? Yeah, um, but yeah, I wanted my mom to do it. My dad has passed away, so like we couldn't get him to do the DNA test. But I'd like to see my mom's because I want to see that breakdown and see if I got more from her. If I look more like her than he does, but you know, like I'm curious about these things. And she won't do. Um, she was like, I won't do 23andMe. That's just a, a government thing. They just want my yeah, DNA. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I was like, but we did used ancestry. So that's just the Mormons trying to baptize our ancestors. I so thought, it's a little different. I, I think we're safer. It was out of Israel at one point, which made me wonder about their privacy laws. Hmm. It was yeah, Sarah Gabriel's wife. And uh, but I didn't believe it was really his wife. I thought she was just his beard in that regard. <laughs> OK, so Irish people didn't eat much meat. Historical records say salty bacon, peas, beans, butter, and cheese. No, no, no. I don't. I just don't even believe anyone who says they didn't eat. I mean, obviously there was a lot of bread because if you look at kind of the development of the West and history, a lot of it has to do with when they discovered beer, people started farming more so they could make beer. Like the, beer was a big driver. Beer um, was before bread from what I understand. Yeah, and so I would I would figure that you know bread would carbohydrates would probably be pretty high, and so I think I'm good there. Like <laughs> I'm safe with my carbohydrate intake. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat. I can't eat wheat. It makes no sense because that's what it says. It says it was milk and cereals, like the two things I cannot eat. Butter, buttermilk, cheese, also very popular. People also eat fish and meat. Well, it's an island, so yeah. they should be eating fish. And you're right. They should have deer of some kind. I think Vikings went and popped over there. They should probably oh, have yeah. brought their their reindeer and stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like I, I like Ireland. People talk about the the black Irish. Do you know? Do you know of this distinction? Black yes. Irish? My mother has black hair, and it was they say, and she's blue, blue eyed. Like my mother's straight off the boat. Ireland. She's like, I mean. She's like a piece of loose leaf paper, like as white as could be, and her eyes are blue. <laughs> but her hair was black, black. And she said it was the black Irish because she was from the West Coast where the Spanish Armada crashed. Well, that's what's funny is there's all this talk about where the black Irish came from. And my favorite theory is that the black Irish are just the Irish that were already there. And then all the rest of them came from the Viking invasions. Well, I would figure the Vikings, like even in England, if you see like super blonde people, I always think they're Vikings. Yeah, I, I think th I, that's my theory. I think yeah. that the, the black Irish were the OG Irish. All right. So let's think about that. Yeah, because they would be French, right? Isn't Gaul and then Gaelic? Like, I think the French coast is where they went to migrate up to the Irish islands. Yeah. And French people are kind of like, they're not quite as dark as I am, but they're a little olivey. Yeah. And you're yeah, I bet you're right about that. I bet that's, you're that's, right about that. That's my theory. But it might have uh, been easy pickings because they had more of those uh redheads. Yeah. Which is which is so interesting. Because <sighs> uh, and you know, it's uh, someone pointed out to me. They said, you know why 
girls from the Nordic countries are so good looking. And I said, what? Why? And they go, they didn't take the ugly ones back with them. Could be. <laughs> I mean, then you get into a whole circular thing of that. That just means that we have their taste because we're the ones who descended from them. You know what I mean? It's almost yeah. tautological. <laughs> you know, like your idea of beauty. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, definitely. Interesting. Uh, one thing I do want to mention because I I have people who like Jessica just said, ask Monica what the hell is going on, and so I have <laughs> I have I have some things to ask about certain things that are happening right now. But I do want to let people know that this show is a hundred percent brought to you by the fans. So uh, if you and patrons, so hit like, subscribe, share the show. We have so many different shows and so many different. Oh, topics. did I forget to tell people to come watch? No, I told them to go to to youtube.com slash the mad ones. That's correct. That's yeah, a right? good way to go. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and then so, you have to go to the live. Yeah. Uh, so we, we've talked about exorcism. We've talked about spiritual warfare. We've talked about abortion. We've talked about porn. We've talked about current events. I mean, we've talked about, like last week we talked to a girl. I don't know if you saw this one or saw that we did this. We talked to a girl who was once trans and detransitioned. I, and, I know about that, yeah. And so, like, there are a lot of episodes that could very much touch or help or whatever something, someone you know. So share the show with that person. Um, and also, if you join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the mad ones, you get an early episode occasionally. Like, this next week, we have uh, Monica's friend, Sarah, the Irish dirt person, coming on for St. Patrick's Day. But we are recording it on Saturday. So if you want to listen to that early, join our patron, Patreon. Um, but beyond that, you know, grab a shirt. We're the mad ones.com slash store. Just had to put that out there. I've got to say, hey, I love, I love this, your graphics. I, I love so everything hard. about that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm trying to redeem myself by uh, sharing the actual link. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No, it's good. <laughs> I guess I got that wrong. That's okay. <laughs> so yeah, but that's, I, I actually, um, yeah, I, I remember years and years ago, I saw like a Jerry Sp Springer, people who had sex change operations and regretted it. And yeah. I remember thinking like, that's the, I can't, that sounds like. A could nightmare. you imagine? Yeah, I can't. I mean, imagine. it would be bad enough for a woman, but could you imagine for a man? Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. Like, how? But yeah, so that was a good felt, conversation. Felt that was a risky business, that one. But they won't even say that that's a thing now. Yeah, no, and that's and that's what was so interesting about Cat was I just wanted to talk to someone who the you know transgender activists and kind of the whole left just wants to pretend doesn't exist. That's a fascinating person to talk you know, to, in my opinion. And what's the what is what's the motivation there? Like you have to ask yourself, like P, the that's why you know I focus on propaganda. These things are obviously counter viewpoints are suppressed for a reason because there's an yeah. agenda other than this is where the truth leads us. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's the thing is if you can regret it and um, this particular treatment for it, if that's the only thing that they've put money into, you know what I mean? They haven't looked into cognitive behavioral therapy or other things that could possibly help these people. It's all put into this very medical and surgical yes. solution. And so if that solution, which if you look at a lot of the studies, I we talked about it last week a bit, that the more the better the studies are with the better samples, the better 
um, choosing of people to talk to, like the more scientific studies, the outcomes are always worse. Like it seems that once a lot of people get past the euphoria of the change, the actual suicidality goes up rather than down. That I was aware. I was aware yeah. that, which is um, but I didn't know that they drilled into it quite that way, which is interesting. Well, and it's, it's, the thing is they, that's a big blow to what the only thing they, they put their, all of their eggs in one basket. And so the, of course they don't want these people to exist. Of course they don't want them to talk because what else are they going to fight for at that point? Cause they have to deny every single core tenet of what they're talking about. Uh, yeah. And they, and it's, it defeats their purpose. Like I almost wonder if one of the reasons they like the people to physically transition is that they will be forever addicted to big pharma. They cannot go off the grid. You know, I feel that way about yeah. diabetics and a lot of these, they, they, it just seems like big pharma wants everyone on pharma all the time to the point where you can't live without it. Yeah. And that's when you can't live without, like yeah. people don't talk about the maintenance of these things. Like this is it's like the it's maintenance like is ridiculous. organ transplants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it's so much, it's like, we talked about it briefly in the last episode, but Jessica oh. could only stomach so much because some of the oh. side effects and stuff are so ghoulish. Oh, and how could that make you happier? I don't know. I, I, I think that a lot of people, it doesn't, but it's, it's definitely one of those things. I'm surprised we didn't get like much pushback at all from this conversation because it's like, you, you'd think some person out there who's very pro this would be yelling curses at me, you know? And the TikTok, <laughs> but the TikTok was the final blow, right? Well, TikTok, what's funny is this girl, I don't know, I think I told you this, the, this girl right yeah. after we recorded, uh, TikTok took her off. She had 30,000 followers and she'd had like little flags on her videos and she'd appealed them and every single one TikTok sided with her. And so there was no warning. There was no explanation. Her TikTok was just gone. I wonder who runs TikTok US because isn't it a Chinese company? They're completely yeah. on board with US style censorship. Well, I mean, I I, I wouldn't put it past them. I, I feel like what they're seeing in the US with the way things are going, the way the propaganda and the indoctrination has taken hold, it does nothing but help them to keep that ball rolling. It's like they don't they have no love for the u.s the u.s people to wake yeah, up that's a good point that's a good point I mean, and, and it's they don't do it in their own they have a whole different approach in their own country yeah well and see it, there are different cycles the different points in the cycle so for a long time i think they wanted women out of the home and they would they wanted a lot of immigration to come help women work pp steve we love you too <laughs> um but they take the people, they wanted the women to come out of the home. I know, you're fantastic. I mean, I love the beard and the whole Viking thing. I really miss it. But... It'll come. So, so now I think they want women, you know, back. They're kind of third worlding us a little bit. So they want to push it back. So they had, you know, I just think at different points in the cycle, they want different things. And China's at yeah. a different point in the cycle. Yeah. Well, there was this tweet that came out about the, the Ukraine situation and all of the um, the sanctions and even um, not even sanctions from the American government, their uh, corporations are doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, a fascism. It's, yeah, it's, it's a fascism. fascism where the corporations do all the government stuff and they expect the government to get uh, in tow. And then they want us to say, uh, well, it's private so they can do what they want, which I, right. I, I just, you know, it makes me really question my whole um, 
just the libertarian establishment. <laughs> right. Which it, well, it was, I was talking to someone the other day and used to, I, when I was far more into the libertarian world and like far more fighting for libertarianism, yeah. I would have fought for a corporation, but you know, you, you start to boil not, stuff down and they're not even real. They're government yeah. created entities. They're, and they're protected. So you can't compete yeah. against them. So therefore there's a quid pro quo going on there that you know it's a it's a way to undermine our our rights and and it gets us to defend that it's not cool but uh, there's this tweet and i thought it was just so funny uh mystery grove publishing company tweeted so far russia's been cut off from cnn you porn and facebook they're working on depriving <laughs> the russians of coca-cola next if they keep these sanctions up at the current rate russia will be the healthiest and most well-adjusted country on the planet in a few months <laughs> i always thought that about russia even back in the day it was like wow they don't allow um or like the way they were uh, because they didn't allow rock and roll i love rock and roll but it was i think it was a cia operation and they were trying to do that with rap in cuba yeah. Andy says that I'd be pretty if I just smiled more. Here's the thing, guys. This is a teeth reveal. I actually do have teeth. And you yeah. can like, you can see them. They're little, they're oh, little they look great. Tic -tac, they're little tic -tac And now teeth. I can tell that your kids look like you. <laughs> they do. They all do. <laughs> they're so cute. I'm sorry that you made your baby cry. I, I made, I made my not my youngest daughter, but my second to youngest um like she just wouldn't look at me for a long time and would cry. And she, she got mad at my wife because she, in her mind, my wife did this to me. And Were so you, she was, did she know it was you or did she think that your wife swapped you out? No, she knew it was me. And she kept saying, why did you do that to daddy? You've got to put his beard back. No. Uh, why did you do that to daddy? And I, would, and the, I think the best part that didn't hurt me at all was the, uh, I don't like daddy anymore. <laughs> I can understand that, but you're so cute. They must, they, you're like one of them, but you couldn't even keep it clean. I couldn't see, I saw you clean that one day, but you're doing a year, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I decided, well, first off, I, I thought it would be funny. The reason I shaved, I thought it would be funny because there's a mustache renaissance going on right now. And I was like, this won't work for me. I have at yeah. best a Ron Burgundy stash. It's not <laughs> going to be like one of the ones that these other guys have. It's just going to look like a, it's going to look funny. And I did it and I was like, maybe I should keep this. And then I shaved it all off. And I was like, most of the reason I did it was just because when I was a kid, my dad always had a beard. Oh. And uh, one time that he shaved to a mustache, like he was on the back porch when we came home and I did the same thing my kids did. I, I beelined into the house and I was like, mom, who the hell is the man on our back yeah, porch? Because right. right. I've never seen this person right. before in my life. And so I just thought that'd be funny. So they get to experience this once. And so I figure since it's down, let's see how long it takes, where it is in a year, see where it is in December. Because if it grows back by December, that means that I can talk, probably talk my wife into letting me bleach it to white so that I can be Santa at Christmas time and then grow it back before the end of the year. Yeah. Well, They're I just options. <laughs> I don't think you can bleach it to white and get it back to the way it was before. Right, so I'd have to shave it. The, the hair would I would not want to do though. So that's the, always the problem because I I, do, I can't grow this back. Well, if quickly. you were going to bleach it, you'd have to just shave everything off then after. Yeah, and I don't want to do that to my hair. Like the beard, I can grow back. I think maybe. How we'll long see. is your hair? Um, well, that would it, take we did, a while. That would take that it. would it's, take some time. But it was down to like here. Yeah, that until would take just recently. <laughs> you go to work. 
No, I, I work, work I work from home. Okay. Which, by the way, speaking of um working from home, so Jessica wants to know what the hell's going on. And I've been thinking about <laughs> this Zelensky and this Russia shit for <laughs> for a couple weeks there's one thought that's been in my mind for several days that i just wanted to wait to actually express out loud till i was talking to you okay because but we'll, we'll get to that but how insane like i don't know if i've just gotten better at sussing out propaganda over the years or if this propaganda with ukraine is just that bad like it's so transparent to me like it's okay yes i think i think I think both things. Yeah. I think that you're definitely gotten, you have excellent discernments and probably always did, but it's so bad. So my job, I don't know if everybody yeah. knows this, but like I do the news on my show, drive time news blast every day. And as part of that, I have to do the thing that is the worst nightmare for me, which I never did. I actually jeopardized my career in banking because I could not read the newspaper every day because it was so yeah. full of lies. Yeah. And for PPC, I do this every <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> and it's really a bummer because I can't bring myself to consume Western mainstream media. Yeah. During well, this right now, like this last week, or so, I haven't been able to listen at all. I have to literally, I started going to RT. RT, which I never used to go yeah. to Russia today. I would never go there, but I was like, and they're, they're a little more tight-lipped. They're not really yeah. blasting counter-propaganda, so it's kind of annoying. But so it's so bad that I cannot tolerate it. Well, it's like I, I, someone asked me the other day. Um, they were like, you know, you go on the propaganda report. Uh, so what do you think is going on with all of this stuff? And I'm like, you think I sit and read the news when I'm not doing the propaganda <laughs> report? No, me neither. <laughs> People ask me what's going on on a Saturday. I'm like... I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> I was like, no, that's I, I, I intentionally don't. I, I'll yeah. see what's on Twitter and stuff, but I don't go and deep dive these things on a daily basis because I don't want to kill myself. Well, we you know have what I to mean? know, though. I mean, I, 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 you know, I struggle with this. Like, can we just drop out of society? And actually, there's a Catholic book, new book called the Benedict, or not new, but a couple of years old, the Benedict Option, I think it's called. And it's just like, make yourself a little community of your own and forget the world. Uh, and I, I just, I feel like I want to do that. I wish I could do that. It would really extend my life. And I mean, I, I could go be a bartender. You know how much I love doing that. And I would yeah. make so much money. I mean, it would be <laughs> fantastic. I really would. I want to become a distiller. So that's what we need to do. All right. I don't, I that's a, a rich people do that. You will never get rich that way because that's something that's like a fart sniffing thing to do. What to you know what I'm whiskey? saying? Like, yeah. So no, you can, if you made whiskey, it would be authentic. But what yeah. I'm saying is it's, or well, wineries are like this. And I'm sure whiskey is getting that way too. Somebody gets really rich or they inherit a bunch of money and they, it's like an actor thinking they know about politics. It's like, right you think you're good at this one thing. And so therefore you're good at everything and that this is a really cool thing. So if you spent your money on that, it either makes you cool to have it or makes you cool to be able to do it. And, and I personally think that that uh, like floods the market with just a variety of new entrants. And it's yeah. like almost impossible to distinguish yourself. That's when you get all these like really, really cool marketing things on brands yeah. that don't even really exist yet. So they just put a lot of money up front. So if you wanted to make a living at it, I think that would be tougher. If I wanted to make a living as a bartender, I'd make 500 bucks cash out of the gate 
every, no, every all weekend. I'm saying is that on the compound, I will make the whiskey. You will mix. Oh, the yes. I'm going to be the bartending uh, librarian. That's true. Yeah. My, my already I have a vision of the bar. It's going to look like it was at the Bold Monk Brewery in Atlanta. It's going to be just a big place with a lot of books. Mine's going to have way more books and a big bar in the middle. And I'm going to yada yada the whole time. But I'm also going to craft delicious cocktails. Yeah, I, I need to. I don't think I've ever had and you're going to no, not love this, but I don't think I've ever had a good cocktail in my life. I think I've had rum and Coke and Jack and Coke, but I don't mix. I got into bourbon and then I just drink bourbon. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> do we do we have a point with all that? I'd rather jump off the face of the earth than read the news. Uh, but we yes. can't because we have children. OK, so that's yes. all I just wanted to say. Thing. <laughs> Um, which is also why I can't make craft cocktails 10 times a day. But um, so I understand that completely. Um, yeah. I do. I, I expect to move into kind of just focusing on single. I used to like martinis, but I didn't really pay attention to the gin. Uh, I have been meaning to spend more time really thinking about single malt whiskey or drinking some of the fabulous things I have straight. Uh, the problem is that it's like with my husband's wine, he collects red wine. Well, he mm -hmm. drinks red wine. He buys a lot of red wine so that he can drink a lot of red wine. It's not yep. <laughs> you know, sitting on the shelf forever. Although there's some of that too, but, uh, I just, I find that it takes too much concentration. So I always go for the white wine cause it's like lemonade. I'm drinking it. It's fun. It tastes good. <laughs> yada, yada. You get your thing on. But with the with the red wine, I'm supposed to think about it. Like every taste is like blackberries, no yeah. currants, no ah, ass. Some of it's like ass, like barnyard. I'm not a wine person. Yeah. Like, no, but, like but, I, but I feel like there's so it, much. Right? Yeah, I think that there's so much more full of crap when they talk about tasting notes in wine than they are when they talk about tasting notes in whiskey. Maybe. And even my own husband, I really thought that he was full of shit the whole time. I was like, I thought he was pretentious. And then I realized I never really knew anybody who was like a hedonistic sensualist. Like he really, he really cares about it. He's, he's yeah. like really, really me. And like, and it's not snotty at all. Like he'll ask the bartender and the, the bus boys, he'll ask the bus boys, like the guy will be like, Oh, that's a good one. And he'll sit there and be like, Oh really? Like what else is in the basement? You know, what else is in the cellar here? So He's totally legit on yeah. on that, but yes, I I'm like I don't even know what what a black raspberry tastes like. I've never had a black raspberry. How <laughs> right. can you tell me that this tastes like black raspberries? Because you don't know what a black raspberry tastes like. Yeah, well, it's like I've 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 sat and listened to some of the whiskey tribes. A great YouTube channel to watch if you want to learn oh. about whiskey. But I've I've heard them talk about you know what this because they'll talk about the what it's what it smells like, and they'll they'll be like they'll say something like fresh cut grass. And I'm like, see that I can yeah, understand. I can yeah. I can smell that. Yeah. But one of the things that I did is there's a, a company called, and this is, we're not sponsored. So, I mean, you can do what you want. Like I'm not getting anything out of it, but they have it called Flaviar and they send these little mini bottles of whiskey and with tasting notes so that you can do a tasting and actually try to understand what. Oh yeah. That's you can super taste cool. and smell. So it's, it's a very cool thing. I wish they would sponsor me because I'd be like, give me the whiskey. I will talk about it every week. They will. <laughs> Ask them. 
<laughs> I was, you know, I did a couple of things where people sent me like a package of the month or something. And it came with, I don't even know if it had the whiskey in it, but it would come with like um, old fashioned syrup. And one of them had a pair of glasses. I was just really loved that. <laughs> so some of them, if it's really, really good, it, it, you know, it's nice. I, I will make a whiskey sour. Um, Eagle rare for me is a, like a kind of expensive bourbon but I mix with it. So whereas Blanton's, I have I have mixed it, but that's kind of a synth. So, <laughs> but the, I know that's wrong. <laughs> I saw like I saw a video the other day on TikTok of a guy making an old fashioned, and he was using a Pappy Van Winkle. Oh no! And I was like, you no. monster fool! But so, Chilaga <laughs> My asked if that's a, a skull. We won't, we won't drink it asked if that's a skull i don't know if he means in a my background or yours or skull. skull no i have I no background my background I, I, is cherry blossoms because i i have I don't, you can't really see them i'd have to crank up lights and stuff but there's i have a deer skull and then i have six different prints of skulls in my background that you can't see they're there and i know they're there but you don't know they're there but there's a, a human adult skull print what of a you have human a human female. skull no, 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 it's not real. It's totally just a print. Uncool. Okay. It's just a print. Uh, but so th there's human adult, human female, a child, a dog, a cat, and like a, a like a baby. And it's just these wild pictures that I was like, oh, I'm gonna put those in the back background, see if anyone ever notices. <laughs> so yeah, if you notice it... my skulls, yes, there are nice. skulls in the background of my I'd like I like I can't really I like see skulls. It. How can I not? I wonder see if it? I can see if Make I can make yourself big and me small. Let me let me just crank up the lights. That? Here, I don't know how how pretty this is going to be in the background. Well, you don't have to if you don't want to. Oh, cool! That's pretty. Skulls. Let me now get away. Get out of the way. Skulls. I can only see the animal skull. Yeah, that, show me this. Look skull. at these pictures right right here. The, uh, oh the wow! Guy. Who spied that? That's crazy. <laughs> 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 oh, it was a skull on MK's profile. Oh, on a profile picture. I was like, but damn, he saw it. Yeah, yeah I've got plenty amazing. of skulls. Amazing. I've got plenty. I, I like. I, I love skulls. It's a. It's a weird thing. So, what would I make for you? I would. I would. I need really to try an old fashioned. Yeah, and all. I mean, an old fashioned is the obvious one because it's just one step removed from straight booze. Yeah. But my favorite drink right now is a Barbados rum punch, which does take like some the better the rum, the better the drink, but it's just one of those. There's a couple of drinks like um, a Kenobi gimlet where I'll just sit mm. there and I'll have to, Kenobi is a really good gin and I like a fresh gimlet. So I like fresh lime juice and sugar and literally like, it's so good that I have to just sit quietly and taste it. And I don't want people talking to me and the Barbados rum punches like that. It's, it's basically a daiquiri with really old rum and then um, a daiquiri, meaning like demerara syrup and lime and rum, lime fresh lime juice. And then you put some bitters in it and you, uh, oh my gosh, Stella's freaking. And then you grate nutmeg on top, but it's unreal. So yeah, she's she didn't know. She must, oh my gosh, I should have told people when I advertised that it was naked cam. <laughs> Dang it. Dang I... it. Yeah, I have I've had very few cocktails because what happened was I went from um, 
just kind of enjoying rum on occasion, which I mostly drank on its own anyway, because that's just who I am. Um, just little, like I'd get the nicer rum and I would drink that. And then I started going through whiskeys. And so I started with Jack Daniels, which now I don't, I don't want, I don't really want Jack Daniels. Like you, that's that you mix that. But then I started no, going I through these different bourbons. That. I wouldn't consume Jack Daniels if my life depended on it. No, I'm saying, what I'm saying though, is if you're going to mix a whiskey, Yes, and I'm saying don't use shit because then your drink will be shit. <laughs> I'm just saying it needs to be masked is all I'm saying. <laughs> right. If you had to drink Jack Daniels because you needed yeah. a drink and that's put all you had, you would, yes, I would put a lot of shit in it. But <laughs> I could not. I mean, it just, it doesn't taste. I'm sorry if I'm insulting anybody, but it's just, it's hard to drink. The older I get, the harder it is for me to drink stuff that isn't smooth. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing. Like I, and I've actually gone back to rum when I was, um, and, and seen if I still like it, like spiced rum. When we did our pirate historian episode, I was like, I'll drink rum this episode. Nice. And I was like, I was like, oh, I don't like this anymore. The spiced rum isn't <laughs> right. What you need is my um, aged Jamaican rum, or like the bottles are numbered, and every year. It's different. So like, you yeah. don't, we have a couple of bottles from different years. You don't want to just blow through like one year and think the next year, like you want to open them and use them for different things. Plus I got the smugglers cove tiki drink book. Holy crap. It's a cookbook. Oh my God. I really just want to retire and build a tiki bar in my backyard and just, and the problem is I can only drink like one or two drinks at a time. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my life because that's all I want to do. <laughs> I'm going to have to Tiki Mon's bar. I'm going to have to open it somewhere. Gotta. You gotta. Um, <clears throat> to to rewind a little bit, though, Zelensky, um, all of all of the little bits and pieces <laughs> that keep coming up, mind. especially especially on TikTok, it's so clearly propaganda to me. And if you look at his history, he was an actor who played a teacher who accidentally became a president, and then he actually became president, and all of the members of his crew became became part of his presidential cabinet and part of parliament and all of this. And it's like, wow, that was the most clear predictive programming that's ever existed. Um, oh yeah. But and then, then you, I see this video on TikTok, and one thing that I feel like needs to be said, because when I've talked about propaganda to my mom, it's like, she always just assumes all propaganda is based on falsehoods. Oh no. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they, they use fact. And so there was this, this video on TikTok that everyone was just talking about how great Zelensky is. Look at the pain in his face. And I'm like, first he's an actor. <laughs> but it's like some guy in the middle of and a TV smart. interview. Yeah, yeah. Some guy in the middle of a TV interview comes up behind him and goes, the Russians have now bombed the Holocaust Memorial. And are and, you kidding? And so in Zelensky's just like, well, that's Russia for you. And I'm like, that Wait, may he was happened. in the middle of an interview and somebody walked into the interview and interrupted yeah. him to say this thing. Yep. And then he had a line ready. Yep. Which he delivered. Yeah. And I'm watching it and I'm going, that may have happened. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. It probably happened. It may have happened. But somebody bombed it. I'm tell, not saying bombed it. <laughs> right. You can't and you can't tell me that that guy, Zelensky, knew about this before the interview and said, Hey, come in at this yeah, point right. for our yeah. moment. It's just like every single thing is so contrived, orchestrated and <laughs> contrived. It's amazing. Like, I don't want to be that guy who's like crapping on Ukraine or pro Russia because I'm not. I don't I don't have a dog in this fight. Russia's right. I, I'm not saying they I, should be bombing it. But all I'm saying their is their story I have a, is 
true and our yeah. story is not true. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. And I, I'm not I, saying I, right I, as in justified. I'm saying correct. Um, <laughs> Their yeah. narrative is correct. And I have a soft little space in my heart for separatists who want to get away from well, for government. people who live on land and want to govern themselves on the land that they live on and own. Yeah, I, I, have, a, I have a soft spot for those people. <laughs> you don't, for you some don't prefer reason. territorial integrity. You don't think we <laughs> no. should restore the Roman Empire? I, and or, I also or whatever previous thing, you know, well, and it's, it's just wild, because if you look at the like people are making this argument that this wouldn't have happened unless Trump did the, unless <laughs> Trump did this, that, and the other. And I'm like, why is it that Putin does these things in 2014 and then in 2022? Yeah, I don't know. But I expected them to use the whole Trump thing as a way to get the left somehow committed to one side over the other in Ukraine. That's why yeah. they did. There are two reasons they did the impeachment the way they did it. They did it in order to make sure they established that left would be would want war in Ukraine because yeah. it was all about giving them military aid. Yeah. And the other thing was the conversation that Trump had with Zelensky was a dim shadow of a conversation that Biden had with Poroshenko prior to that. And they wanted yeah. to make sure that if anybody brought up the Biden Poroshenko conversation, which was leaked. Yeah, that it would feel done already. Yeah. And and that, oh, you thought it was no big deal when Trump did it. But now that it's Biden, you know, it just neutralized the question entirely. But it's weird because a few weeks ago, as this was heating up, I did a profile on Zelensky as a created person yeah. and people didn't even know. Yeah, God, I'm so jealous. I just want to lick your chin, whatever just dripped down your chin. <laughs> I, I feel like such a what? gross person because I, I went yeah. to agree with you and then it came out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want it. What, what, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. Oh, Buffalo bourbon. Trace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can mix that. Well, it's, well, yeah, but it's just, this is just a solid everyday bourbon. No, like, I know, but I'm just telling you, I can make a whiskey sour and it wouldn't offend God. <laughs> it's true. Now th this one would be fine, but it's like pappy. Yes. Don't put pappy. No, you can't. I won't anything. even open the pappy. We're like saving it to give it away for charity. Oh man, I if I could get my hands on a bottle bottle of pappy. Well, oh, will you pay for gosh. it? Because I, I have mean, I, one. <laughs> I, I, I would. I can't right now, but I would. <laughs> but look, if uh, if there if I can tell my husband that it's better to give it to you than the kids' school auction, then I'll work on it. I mean, it he would has probably a soft be... spot for you, Cam. Oh, does he? Well, Ricardio nice likes Cam for sure. Oh, awesome! I'm glad to know that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. True fact. Um, but yeah. So one of the other things that I wanted to bring up is uh, the the gas bullshit that's going on right <laughs> yes, now. Yes, right. Which you know, like it's wild to me that they can try to blame all of the gas prices right now on sanctions they put through yesterday. Right. And that they're trying to blame it on Putin when they're the ones who are doing it. Right. Putin's like, I will I will insulate gas and oil from this problem. Don't worry, world. And we're just like, fuck you. We're going to make this as bad as possible. <laughs> it's like, well, they're, they're, the... So it's our government sanctioning us. Yeah. So, you know, they no, this sanction is, this Russia is to give them us. pain. They're doing it to us so that it's called it's what it's what 
Elul called obsessional propaganda. They want you to feel the war, even in a place where you can't feel it. So they have constant, nonstop fucking propaganda. And then they do things like he was saying, they may even have ginned up the rations during World War II so that people would feel like they were in deprivation because of war, but it was totally unnecessary here. Well, and you've got their, their, little, their little puppet TV show hosts like Colbert, <laughs> Who what kind of a liberal I, advocates war? Uh, just all of them now. All, all of them, them now. now. I know. All of them it's now. the war party. But as long as you have like, pink hair, you can be a liberal. If That's I were playing, need. if I were playing Minecraft with Stephen Colbert, I would throw him into a wood chipper in <laughs> Minecraft in a fictional game. Oh, you can't. Everybody knows what that means. Okay, not in Minecraft. In don't say in Roblox. Minecraft. Say if I were playing. If I were like, playing, if I were playing, if I were playing Fortnite, I would just pwn that noob. Um, but <laughs> if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Would you cut him in half? I would. Be, I I would, and and I would I would you know hope for a, a nat twenty on that roll. Um, but uh, he got on him and George Takei made the <laughs> most let them eat cake statements that I've heard in my lifetime. I don't know if you heard them. Stephen Colbert got on his show and he said, today the average price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 a gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. And here comes the let them eat cake. He said, hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. So, oh, not only is it let them eat cake, which is disgusting, Yeah. right? Because who can afford a fucking Tesla? Yeah. Really? I just bought a new car and it's eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> right. I bought an eight-year-old right. car, like, and I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. If you buy it at CarMax, they'll give you like a six-year warranty. I'm never buying anything yeah. but like an eight-year-old car again. <laughs> so, um, but that's really rude. But it doesn't matter because, like, being unvaccinated, it's your own effing fault if you still use gas. Yeah, you're right. right. So like, they're allowed to punish you because you are morally wrong. Right. So that's well, what he was saying. I'm better than you, and I'm better than you. Yeah, and George Takei said, Americans, we can endure higher prices for food and gas if it means putting the screws to Putin. Consider it a patriotic donation in the fight for freedom over tyranny. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but... Can this, you get the, George on the show right now? Let's. Can we just have this conversation with George? I just, yeah, I want Susan what? to kick me off of YouTube. I want to somehow be kicked off of everything. That's what happens if George Takei comes on my show, because I'm not going to hold my tongue. Oh, my God. Well, you're not, you don't have to use the epithets against him, but what we need to do is say, and I've done this to people. I've done this to people without meaning to. I'll just yeah. ask them to explain what they mean. And they can't. And they're so used to, it, it even happened when liberals would call me and think I was a conservative when I was on the radio, they would just think that they got to say their platitudes and I would answer with my platitudes and they were yeah. ready because they literally had a script and everybody followed it. Yeah. And I would say, Oh wow, that's an excellent point. And like, let's, you know, let's dig into that. Why do you think that? Like, I'm totally open to that question. And people would just freak out because I couldn't, yeah. they couldn't answer the question when I was uh, trying to get them to, you know, it was being not hostile. One, it's like, the, and they've trained conservatives to just uh, bow down and accept whatever they say. It's like the don't say gay bill in Florida. It's literally a bill. If you read it, it just says that ages kindergarten to third grade, you can't speak, you can't tell kids about 
trans like how they could be transgender or so well, let me just ask you a question whatever does it does it include talking about is there sex ed in k3 k to three they want it to be and that's but i'm just saying does the bill say we don't do sex ed in k to three whether it's straight or trans right. or anything yeah it's every it, it's no sex talk yeah it's it's that that's from fine. what i understand yeah it's like no sex talk it says don't talk to kids about changing that's their appropriate i was annoyed that. when there's when my kids catholic school talked about abortion in front of them when they were little. Yeah. I didn't like that because then they were just like, why would someone ha be pregnant if they didn't pray for a baby? Like, I don't even get right. it. Like, I right. don't ask well, and, me. I have no idea. <laughs> but it, but so I many conservatives have been incredibly well-trained to the point where if some if someone on the left calls it the don't say gay bill, they just call it that from then on out. They yes, just I noticed that, that. And then I heard that DeSantis had a great answer. They are so grooming yeah. him to be president. They're getting, letting him say all the cool stuff. Yeah, they, they sure are. I was like, damn, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to like any politician. That's just me. I just don't want to like any of them. But it's like, I wish he had a little bit more of the, the kind of screw you levity of Trump when he says things. But he's saying it even harder than Trump because he's not playing into that kind of joke. Well, he's a Navy thing. SEAL and a Jag. Did you know that? I, I knew something. Yeah. So that. he was a judge advocate general. So like he was smart, went to law school. And he, I mean, I think he went to Yale and he was a Navy SEAL, if I'm not mistaken. And I just, I think it's funny. Like, I just see like super lawyer jumping out of a plane and like killing people and then, you know, writing out their will <laughs> as they're dying on the battlefield. Uh, okay. So we're reading this. Did George think it was? Oh, sorry. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. Hank said, uh, did George uh, think it was his family's patriotic duty during World War II to be imprisoned in a camp because they're yeah. Japanese? Yeah. And, and they, um, I would, I think George should spend a little time looking into Jeff Adachi, who was an absolute total raging liberal and one of the greatest heroes in my lifetime. And um, he had four grandparents all in internment camps in California. And that's not why he's a hero of mine. He's a hero of mine because he foiled a massive psyop in the Kate Steinley case. And he died for it in my opinion but that's a story for another day i mean i can tell you, it's a very long story i won't get into <laughs> but uh the desantis thing yeah so he's he's the superhero and it's funny yes i'm the only person on the internet who doesn't like desantis i'm happy with the uh, most of the stuff he does but i yeah. started looking into him when he got behind the miami condo collapse thing and i was like yeah. he has to know that that was an inside oh, yeah. job and he does, doesn't act like it. And then you see how deep state he is. But they let yeah. they let the guy they want say cool stuff. They let Trump yeah. say cool stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's the thing. It's like I am not going to slobber over DeSantis. But it's like he, there have been some things that they've let him do that have made my life better. Oh, I so totally like, want to move to Florida. Like the things <laughs> that what the the Surgeon General saying that children uh, should consider. Uh, carefully yeah, get... weigh the costs and benefits of getting vaccinated like wow so yeah. i'll take i'll take good stuff anywhere i can get it it's just oh, yeah. i'm just pointing out that oh, they're yeah. grooming him to be president and if they're gonna let a guy like that be president they must be really accomplishing something with that either yeah. well, restoring it's... faith in the two-party system or maybe he's gonna be the commander-in-chief for world war three i really don't know yeah I, well it does show that there are some conservatives that have a spine and so that's that's interesting to note, even though what you know, that I, they I, have to give be, that they like him or that he is that well, that like there's this certain pocket 
And it's not the the ones that we've seen over the last few years who are willing to actually fight rather and go on the offense rather than just constantly being on the defense. Who? Are you talking about DeSantis? DeSantis. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. He might have that willingness. There's more than just him who's willing to do it, but they're letting yeah. him do it. That's what I'm saying. It does yeah. show that there are some conservatives in yeah, that they have to, area yeah, they have that are to willing to that. go offensive. But yeah, mm. so gas prices are going up. And it like it, it's making me angry. And this crap with Colbert and uh, the gay guy from Star Trek makes me frustrated. But uh, I can never remember his name after I say it the first time. If it's not in front of me, DK. I can never remember it. Like DK. To K, like DK. <laughs> um, but I've been thinking about the price of gas going up because it, it precedes ukraine and russia so i don't think that's really a part of the conversation as to why they're doing this why the everything's going up and well, so more been, zooming people want to stay home which they want right well and I, and I think that that's that's one of the things i've been thinking is they want people to continue staying home they want people in their pods they want people and then the other thing that i thought about that i wanted to mention to you is have you noticed over the last couple of years the kind of attack from the establishment and from the left on the gig economy like uber doordash kind of uh companies that allow people to be subcontractors rather than have all these companies and unions and all that crap i'll tell you uh my thinking on that and i never thought about it again because i feel like i figured it out okay uh so when they started with uber i couldn't understand it I couldn't yeah. understand how Uber got a foothold in New York and San Francisco, where the taxi medallion industry had completely sewn up the politicians forever. It's yeah. very easy to put an end to gypsy cabs and Ubers and everything else. And their argument was, we can't figure out how to shut them down. And that was bullshit. Yeah. So I was like, okay, there's a bigger political thing going on here. Yeah. Uber maybe is in charge of something. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's just bigger. And then... There was a ruling in California that Uber employees were were considered employees, mm -hmm. that drivers were considered employees, not just gig workers. And I was like, that'll bankrupt Uber. That makes yeah. no sense at all. So if Uber is the big shot, how are they undermining it? And then I realized immediately that they that Uber, they were making it seem really, really cool and awesome for everybody, making it as it was always losing money, always like Amazon. It's just a way to get it to be the thing. And that uh, it was going to transition into driverless and then no one would have a car and no yeah. one would already, they would have already um, obliterated private vehicle ownership. And then they would just switch it to electric driverless cars. And, and then yeah. I said, and I said, the first thing they'll do is use it to deliver food. So nobody actually has to ride in it yeah. while they're, they're phase fiving it or whatever, beta testing it. Well, yeah. And I think that that's, that's what, what, what I was bringing up is I think there has been this coordinated, at least visible attack on the gig economy. And I think that the gas prices are a part of this because I was doing Uber eats for a minute when I didn't have a lot of money. And now I can't afford to do that because gas is so expensive. Yeah. So they're probably pushing more towards electric cars and stuff. But there's a thing that was pushing. Maybe the gig economy was a transitional thing because they are also pushing people. I was talking about this today on the show that this whole great resignation, everybody's quitting. Oh, my God. It's just like all of a sudden everybody got a ton of money when they shut down the world. Like it made no sense at all. And then I read just once 
that in in like the latest data, the reason, the number one reason everybody was quitting is that they weren't getting enough hours, hmm. which is a labor shortage, not yeah. as a labor surplus, not a labor shortage. And then I was thinking, well, Obamacare makes it so that you, uh, if you work more than 30 hours, uh, you're considered full-time. And if a company has more than 50 full-time employees, they have to have Obamacare. Yeah. And so employers are maybe have taken this opportunity where everybody was laid off to not have any full-time employees anymore. Yeah. So that, that kind of thing, I mean, I think the gig economy was always meant to be transitional so that basically anything you can do in a gig maybe is, is destined to be automated. Yeah. And once they can clearly identify the useless eaters, well, then they can do something about them. Yeah. All I know is that I went from being able to go into DoorDash or Instacart or whatever and make these drives for food. And it, it, it would pay a little bit. I'd have a little extra money. And then even in December, when I was looking at it, I was like, I won't be able to pay. I'll pay, I'll break even doing this. Two or three dollars for a thing, and then plus something if someone tips you. Like mm. it's not enough for. It's not really enough. It kind of was a, essentially a break yeah, it's even. It's a failed right business now, model, which makes no sense either. Yeah, right now I couldn't do it. It wouldn't help me. I would pay more in gas well, than I would make. Yeah, and Uber used to lose money on it, and they probably yeah. still do. So, I mean that that there has to be something behind that. And then I always think it's interesting that. Um, Kalanick, the guy who ran it mm -hmm. was demonized from top to bottom, even though his personality didn't change or whatever. And I went back and looked and looked and I was like, something happened. There was a moment when they decided that guy was out yeah. and, and it did coincide in time with his, uh, project gray ball or operation gray ball where look it up. It's crazy. He, the local governments or federal government or, or all of them wanted his data, wanted the data of drivers and um, rides and people hailing and whatever. And they uh, actually planted some people in, I think they actually had fake riders in order to conduct some um, information gathering. And he put in an algorithm that would, that could identify them. Like it hmm. would set up flags, certain patterns emerged and he would tell the drivers they, he would just delete that ride request. And boy, it was after the government was mad at him. And I think they might have sued him on it. I don't know. But I that think was it. he is very interesting because. the Oh, whole and then. Oh, my gosh. But he wouldn't run away. And then his parents were killed in a ridiculous freak accident that has absolutely no. Uh, his mother was killed, but his father was meant to be killed, in my opinion, in an accident on a placid lake on which they lived for years and had a, a boated there all the time. And it just out of nowhere, the. It just hit something that wasn't there. I don't know. And she I'm, died and he resigned after that. Finally. I, Sorry. I wonder I if something like Uber, because what was cool about Uber when I was reading up on it initially was kind of in the New York, in the, the California markets, what they would do is they would just insert themselves. And so it was kind of a, um, what's the word? They, they would subvert the markets when it came to this rather than to ask permission. So they wouldn't say, hey, we're starting this business. No, I know, but gypsy cabs used to do that too. And they had, I mean, you would get a $1,000 fine to get caught in a gypsy cab. All you'd have to do is see a car that wasn't a yellow taxi and someone yeah. getting in it. They could hide cops on every street corner for $1,000 uh, a fine. They yeah. would have ended it in a day. 
Well, I think I think what's interesting about th- the way they did it because there was another service around the same time that wanted to do kind of like an Uber for small planes. And so it was like mm-hmm. you could get an Uber for a small plane, but they went into these cities and asked permission and they got shut down and never went anywhere. And so kind of the the idea that was put forth and I always thought was cool, maybe it's fiction, was that they went into these places and they did it in such a way with normal people subcontracting that it became su- such a an important thing that people used for not having DUIs and stuff like that, yeah. that w- once they got past a certain threshold that taking the fines or whatever that they, um, cause you can't really, the crowdsourcing model kind of makes that a little bit harder to shut down, I guess. I don't know. I, I know. I, you know, and maybe in smaller places, but in San Francisco, I believe they had a meeting with the city council and they got permission. Hmm. Yeah. Cause that was always I mean, you can look that what up. I was explained. What it was explained to me was there, they kind not of subverted Francisco. certain markets and then they put them in places where they could get away with it and everyone else was talking about it and there was a certain... That, yes, I, b- I believe that, that, that that did happen in those places, but I don't think that's why it... I, that's why I specifically said New York and San Francisco. Yeah. Those are such... It's But it's such a cool thing to not ask permission that I was just like, hell yeah, punk rock. And that would be a Kalanick <laughs> thing to do, actually, but he was... No, he was in on it. He was... We're not hmm. in on it, but he was... He was the... He was greasing the palms or whatever it took in Silicon Valley. And that was, it was working. I mean, San Francisco, yes. I mean, would maybe they had such an interest in the fact that it was a web-based startup that they were willing to sell out their previous, uh, whatever, cronies in the taxi thing. But it devastated the, the value of taxi medallions, which were sold. Thank God. <laughs> um, more hired candidates to create an app to track what citizens in California were doing. Scour is a healthcare company. Um, when? <laughs> that happened because i last time heard about kalanick he was he was uh opening up like mobile kitchens something that may actually have paid off during the pandemic i don't know but they don't talk about him anymore because he's not there but i am i i haven't i never heard of that about the scour thing so maybe it's new i haven't really looked at a couple of years. there was an app that was set to come out i don't know if it ever did um i can't remember all of the specifics maybe you've heard of it that was called, I think, Citizen, and it was essentially a crowdsourced um, law enforcement app. And so people would say what was going on around. And so I can't remember all of the specifics, but I remember hearing about it and thinking, oh, well, that's a cool idea. And then being like, wait a second, how tied (laughs) into the state are they? How tied into if you see something, say something nonsense, you you don't have anything to hide. It's like the Ring Network. The Ring Network is even worse because you get everybody to put a camera facing outward from their front door and then you have them give you permission to use that feed at the cops. Yeah. And I actually, I would go backwards and say, maybe they don't have the right to, maybe they don't have the right to use to actually, I, I don't, I question the fact of whether they have a right to take, I guess they do. Yeah. They have the right to take those images themselves yeah. of the street in front of their house as if their own eyeballs were yeah. looking because the camera is on their property. That's totally fine. Yeah. But I question whether the government has, um, you know, reason to do that, that should stand up to scrutiny. And then further, if the government can, the person with the ring give permission for the government to surveil people walking in front of their houses 
it's part of the terms and conditions of what there was a big outroar out outrage against um ring at least in the liber liberty spaces because that was a part of their essentially their terms and conditions was that if the police ask for it you they give it to them ring gives it to them in a specific from their case, servers right? in yeah. a specific case but they don't require you to put the feed to the cops right right but I mean, have, yeah I it's for a... specific things but yeah I rent this house. It has a camera. And the cops came once because there's a burglary across the street and asked to look at it. And I said, yes. Yeah. So, but well, I think the problem yeah. was that they were automatically recording it and putting it on their own servers. That they yeah. So here's my police. question to you. Here's my question to you, libertarian. Uh, let's talk about it. So you, I, I have every right to put an eyeball and a recording machine in my, in my doorbell mm -hmm. and anything that, any photons that pass over my property and hit my camera are mine. Yeah. Okay. So, and I record them and that tape is mine. Yeah. Do I have, here's a twofold question. Do I have the right to sell or give that to the cops? That's one question. And then do the cops have the right to buy them? It's hairy. Because you have to start taking into consideration the other property owners. Because, I mean, I think this is the same question as if I put a camera on my uh, in my window and it records my, the, my neighbor across the street getting undressed, am I allowed to put it on the internet to show her, her body I mean, to the I think masses? The would be she should have closed her curtains or built yeah. a fence or planted some trees, right? I think that's the answer to that yeah. question. But at the same time, I, I this is just hairy because it's like I would say that my right to privacy would supersede your right to film me in my house or outside of my house. Like it's 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 definitely a hairy situation. I would probably only apply that for extraordinary means. Like if your eyeball could see it, yeah, then she doesn't have the right to privacy. Mm -hmm. But if a telescopic lens from far away that she could have no expectation of having to shield against. Yeah. Then I would say she, that you are violating her rights, but see, that's where you get, you know, that's when your libertarianism isn't as strictly black and white, but would the government, I would say constitutionally, the government would have absolutely no right to do that. Yeah, and, I wouldn't, and, I wouldn't. And if, I would say that anything that they that the litmus test for whether the government can do it or not is if they're doing it without a warrant, a specific warrant looking for something specific, yeah. if they're doing it without that, which has like a reasonable cause kind of thing, probable cause, if they're doing it without that, then what they're actually asking for is something that is absolutely public. And because yeah. they are we own them, that should be in the public domain. So what they should do is say, can I have your ring footage? I'm putting it on a live streaming URL, dedicated URL yeah. for everyone to see all the time. Yeah. Wow. Because that I would say everything that the government takes that isn't all of their information that isn't garnered specifically through a warrant should be public. Well, it's like the because they have no other right to ask for it. Right. And, and I mean, that applies to like uh, JSTOR and how you have to be paying a college to get into these government funded studies. All of that information should be public domain because our taxes are paying for it. Um, Absolutely. But and sometimes I, they give them to corporations and then they have the patent on it. Yeah. And it's it, it's one of those things where I don't think libertarianism really 
is, I mean, you, you just have to come to some kind of idea of what would be correct, but it wouldn't actually matter whether or not we agree that it would be fine or not because they're going to do it. And I think that these ring cameras, these different ways that they look at us constantly are being pushed by the government. It's very black mirror. Oh, I think that they have it already. Yes, I totally yeah. think that the, that ring exists for that reason. Yeah, and so it's one of those things where whether or not I think the, the police should be able to do this or that, like I'm already against them on different moral reasons because it's like I have to look over my shoulder when I take the garbage out. Like how many, oh, yeah. like how many times have I taken out the trash at two in you the know, morning in my underwear and my neighbor has a video of it? Yeah. You know, you know what the answer to all of this is being rich. Yeah. And that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the only way to save yourself from the madness is to have acres and acres in all directions. Yeah. And, and not never have to work so that you don't have to get a vaccination, you know, like. Well, it's, it's very um, brave new world feeling, you know, where in, in 1984, it's always a mixture of those two. Yes. Um, but I think it's more brave new world. But the, the idea that not only have they uh, desensitized, desensitized people to a constant state of surveillance, people actively seek it and pay to be a part of that surveillance structure. Is, <laughs> yes. is so wild. I've always to me said that. Yeah, you pay for your own brainwashing. You pay, you know, like the the commercials pay for the fucking news you're watching for the vaccine, or the, I guess the vaccine commercials pay for it, but they're brainwashing <laughs> too. That's the thing. Someone was asking me, so we put commercials on our show, and I was like, the I got to check a few boxes. You can't check a lot of boxes of stuff you don't want. And I just yeah. the one thing I was like, I don't want any government paid for stuff because yeah, that's manipulation. Other than that, it's a free market. But if it's a government, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to buy yeah. the stuff. But the government's brainwashing people at an unlimited budget to do things against their better judgment that I could not tolerate. Well, it's like like with Ring in particular. Like, it's a really cool idea to be able to have a camera on your front door that you can view when it's set off for your own protection and security. It's a cool idea. Mm -hmm. But the moment... For me, not when it hit the internet or even a closed, like if, if it was a closed encrypted circuit between the camera and my Wi-Fi and my phone, that would be one thing. But the fact that it goes right. outside of that to servers that can be accessed outside of your house and viewed by people in Amazon's warehouses of servers or can be sent over to cops if they ask for it. And maybe Amazon can be compelled to give you that, give them that evidence regardless of whether or not you say yes or no. Like it's, I, I would love to have a ring camera or have some of these things, but I can't get myself to buy one because I don't want to be a part of their surveillance state. Yeah, no, I think about that stuff too. There are so many things that I think would be cool, but I just can't, um, I, you know, it's just, even the phone. Like, I love the phone. The phone is really yeah. helpful. Of course, it makes me so busy. I can't do anything else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the other side is that the you don't you're not getting the productivity gains. Yeah. Know? Well, yeah, and it's it's it, the the phones in our pockets allow them to track us wherever we are. Uh, my son, uh, one of my sons, accidentally called nine one one on my wife's cell phone when she was at my grandmother had her grandmother's house and the police showed up to her door. 
So it wasn't that the 911 call was able to be traced to our provider who told us our address and sent them to our house. It was that they were able to ping the GPS location of her phone yeah. at someone else's house. And I'm like, I when I when I heard that, I was like, I don't think I've ever hated anything more in my life. That was possible for a long time, which is why when the Boston Marathon bombing thing happened and they were like, we couldn't find them. Yeah. The hell you couldn't find them. Part of your story is that they were on the phone. Yeah. There's no chance. It's just. Because I remember there was a time in Boston. I had my family's in Massachusetts where they were looking for some kid. The mom was like, I can't find my son. And they found him. So when was the Boston Marathon bombing? So this was 10 years ago. They found the kid like in the woods behind the high school with his girlfriend. And embarrassingly, you know, (laughs) tracked him down. Could you imagine like you found the perfect spot and they 10 years ago and that and it was before the Boston Marathon bombing. And I was like, there is the story is not true. Well, yeah, that's a fascinating thing as well. But it's just like there are these things that we do. And that's why it makes me think of Brave New World like Soma, where we w- we don't want to give up our conveniences, where we don't want to give up our um, uh, entertainment. Like we can't give up these things. They're so good that we're, we're willing to put the devil device in our pocket and walk around with it so that they can find us whenever they want to. We're, we're willing to put the, the spy camera on our front door so that we can get our neighbors in trouble or, and our neighbors can get us in trouble. It's this like low-key soviet style um tell on each other thing that's been so easily woven into this is cool this is uh, this is something that can help you that everyone's bought into it and that's it's like if all of this stuff were private and, and encrypted i would have no problem with it whatsoever but it's not and how would you even really be able to tell if it was encrypted see that's the thing even when i'm told something's encrypted i can't really um you know, I can't really trust it. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing there. The only ones that are remotely trustworthy are the programs that are open source. So like signal is open source. And so that's one of the better ones because the, the only phishing that I've been able to see that they've been able to do is when they embed someone into a chat and they release the chat. But for the most part is unless something's changed signal is all open source technology. So you can go on GitHub and see every ounce of every bit of code that they've written for this app. And so it, it, it gives some transparency. Really? And what about telegram? Like they act like telegram has like secret private, whatever. Telegram's always been spooky to me. So I don't, I don't trust that. I, I never looked too deeply into it because when I yeah. heard of it, I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't ring true. Whereas I knew I could look at Signal's accounts and their their open source software and go, okay, so no, I know what's going on here. Can I read it? Not necessarily, but I know people who can. And they tell me that, like Ryan, I, I, I know that I can trust Signal because I know I can trust Ryan who's looked through all of the things. Yes, I know he can. And he has told me that, like, even like your Siri is not listening to you. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but it's just wild to me that we're so willing to give up our our right to privacy because the phone takes cool pictures. I know. And but it what bothers me is that it it is it, they're the gilded chains because it just makes you work harder. It makes you yeah. work harder. You think it makes you work less hard, but just one degree removed and it makes you so work so much harder. 
it's just wild. And so I don't know what's going on in the world right now. <laughs> I can try to help you. Um, but like the, the, all of the things that's going on have diverted attention from uh, what seems to be a kind of narrative collapse on COVID. And they've, they've moved some know. of the things over. Well, I, I think if they were going to keep going with the COVID thing, that they would have to introduce a new one. Like I just, yeah. I think human beings, <clears throat> although with the vaccine, people do get like uh, more vulnerable to future illness. So maybe the next wave is just going to be that. <clears throat> but I watched a YouTube with Dr. Chetty, C-H-E-T-T-Y, I think, a YouTube mm -hmm. video where he was saying, which I, you know, I definitely thought of this already. Um, and, uh, but he just put it very succinctly, which is this thing is going to, in the long run, uh, people are going to die of a bunch of diseases that they're not going to relate to the vaccine. And I'm seeing that happen already in my life. I mean, I, I my guess is you are too. Yeah. Like, do you know anybody who's sick or, you know, there's some people, you know, it's from the vaccine, but some people just like all of a sudden got this weird cancer and it progressed rapidly. Like that's yeah. what I'm seeing a fair amount of. And, uh, and it does fit with my report from Iron Mountain thing where they will just, uh, they wanted to have a replacement for war that took out the sick and the old and everything. So, um, I think they could keep the COVID, you know, I think it's collapsing cause they're allowing it to collapse. They, I think they probably assess that yeah. it would start getting complicated and yeah, maybe they I need think, a breather. Yeah. I think that that's what's happening. I think that they have so there are a lot of people for the last two years who have bought the uh, bought everything hook line and sinker and not only have they bought everything but they told them that they're heroes for wearing a mask outside they told them <laughs> they're heroes for being six feet away and right now most normal human beings are sick and tired of it and so it's like they're not able to hold that on anymore and then suddenly all of a sudden you have this ukraine situation where they can feel like they're heroes again and they're fighting for the good guys and it's a, a way to get away from covid it's a way to get away from this yep. narrative so that they can have a breather and bring it back if they need to or if they want to but they have this thing that's placated the people who want to feel like the moral upstanding moral heroes and it furthers basically all the secondary agendas that we've been seeing so there's mm -hmm. supply chain issues there are shortages wars are always a good reason for surveillance and censorship it continues the two-sided thing the like two-party psyop the vax apartheid i mean my guess is there is a one-to-one -one correlation with people who uh want world war three because putin is bad and people who think there should be mandatory vaccinations you know and it's really funny because it's on the left and those are both like death things you know, those are both things that were not historically on the left war and my yeah. body, my choice. So they've they've done a number, but this continues the exact way it was working with COVID. I'm just so I'm just so freaking tired of people he hearing a, a, a sentence worth of news, yes. assigning a bad guy and then becoming the good guy themselves. And if you go, well, what's the real story here? What's actually going on? You're a, you're a villain. I don't even think it's a sentence. I yeah. think it's a picture <laughs> it's of a someone who's um, liked with a color of the Ukrainian flag. 
you know, it's just a picture of, um, I, you know, Ariana Grande yeah. and holding a, a Ukraine flag. Yeah. And then, or a, her holding a picture of Putin, you know, then you would know and you would get, it really reminds yeah. me of when I was in Peru and they were having an election and a lot of the people were illiterate. So, and I think they have mandatory voting. So the ballot, the ballots didn't have any words on them. Mm -hmm. so it would be like a donkey or an elephant for us right but there were like eight so there was an evergreen tree for like you know environmentalists whatever and there was one where the symbol for the party was a pencil a pencil okay so just think about that my husband and i looked at each other like holy shit so they go into the voting booth they can't read <laughs> and so they go to they the have place a fucking pencil, pencil. <laughs> So anytime this happens, my husband and I are just like, remember, vote for the pencil. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like mimetics, like as a <laughs> ad <at> absurdum. <laughs> so that's where we that's where we are with this. That's where we are with it. Vote for the pencil. Vote like what pencil. who is your pencil? You know, what color is your pencil? Like just and and, and they're pissed at me. I'm like, hey man, first of all, you gave me COVID. So don't be pissed at me. Like the vaccinated people gave me COVID. I didn't give you COVID. Um, you gave it to me. And uh, I'm on the side of, um, well, I'm, if you really want to get technical, I'm on the side of the democratically elected government of Ukraine. Yeah. And I have been for eight years and I don't like Yanukovych, but I will accept your premise that democracy is desirable. I will stipulate that. I don't mm -hmm. believe it, but I will just say, you're talking about this defending democracy. Victoria Newland took out the democratically elected president and put in a trio that included a far right guy. And then they utilized this neo-Nazi stuff to suppress people who wanted self-governance. And you know why they wanted the self-governance. The first thing they did was suppress the Russian language. And a lot of those people spoke Russian yeah. only. So you can't have, unless you allow Russian language to be an official language, you can't have ballots and stuff. You can't, you can't have political discourse. Yeah. You're disenfranchising those people. Yeah. So all they're going to be able to do is vote for the pencil through no for, fault of their own. Well, and it's, it's, it's wild. Cause I was talking to my mom, who's not, not an unintelligent woman at all, but the, the facts on the ground are so different than the propaganda that we're reading. You know, Zelensky's this great guy. Oh, he's a, he's Jewish, so he can't he can't be aligned with white supremacists. And it's Newland like, pulled in the Nazis. She's Jewish. Yeah. And it's like, why why is this mutually exclusive? Let me show this you. This seems picture. I'm gonna send but, you the picture so you can put it up. Okay. Well, here, before we do that, I want to show you the the collage I made, not for this time's uh this next time's brad binkley appearance but i i decided to make a collage for every time we do it what do you think <laughs> hold on um i like him at, i love the cigar uh is that loki i don't know loki yeah <laughs> um the the one on the top left looks like one of his headshots that's a little yeah. edward snowden back of the boy porn magazine i don't know if you ever saw those edward snowden pictures from before he was edward snowden I did not. There's like these amateurish kind of headshot things, which Binkley said looked like it was the back, like what you'd see. I don't know how he knows this, but like soliciting 
young male <laughs> prostitute kind of thing. So back he's got that look Binkley. working. Yeah, back page Binkley. That's that. Um, uh, yeah, that's his headshot, which we had to use for locals, although I know he thinks that's ridiculous. That looks like him doing stand up. And <laughs> I just, this uh, is just every is the astronaut and the chicken. Just... I love the chicken. This is just every picture I could find of him on a Google image search with an oh. explosion in the background. <laughs> so this is all the that explosion I explosion must be from from the, oh, I uh, added that. Die Hard. No, you know, have you ever seen his Die Hard yes. trailer? Yeah. It has a lot of explosions. <laughs> and don't forget, have you seen Fun World? Have you seen Fun World? I haven't watched Fun World. I'll, oh my yeah. gosh, you have to see Fun World. It would have been the best show on television, but they couldn't. They wouldn't let it happen because it was ahead of its time. But boy, was it good. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to try to give you. I, I want to get you this picture because we can talk about who these people are. And the look on Victoria Newland's face is like a very clear. She oh, knows exactly. Oh, you mean you mean fuck the EU, Ju Julia Newland? Yes. Victoria <laughs> Newland. F the. Oh, no, she said fuck the EU. That's right. She said fuck. Oh, here it is. Oh, my gosh. This picture is just too much. Um, it's not going to be very good resolution. You're not going to like it, but I just want to tell you who they are. Is this the is this the am I terrible? I don't know how casual your show is, Cam. Pretty casual. I'm not trying to bring it down to no, the it, level I, of unprofessionalism. Oh, yeah. I've seen I, I saw you post this picture, but I had no reference as to what it meant. So I meant to ask you, but I forgot to. So can you pull it up for the people or yeah, not? One second. Let's see. Where is <clears throat> where is that? Oh, does it not let me do? Okay, I'm gonna have to save it first because apparently it does not like me doing it out of my messaging app. Let's see. There we go. Boy, that call between her and, and Jeffrey um, Pye, that dude. Jeffrey was... Pye was the ambassador to Ukraine, plotting Wild. the overthrow of the government. Wild. It's the only clip, one of the only clips we've ever played on the show. Okay. So Victoria Newland is talking to Jeffrey Pyatt saying it's too late for Yanukovych. We're taking him out and we're putting these three guys in, but we got to figure out exactly how it's going to work. So Yats, Yatsenyuk, who's the guy to further furthest from us on the screen to her left is Yatsenyuk. She said, he's got the government experience. He's inside. Um, but these guys won't listen to him because he's just a pencil neck dweeb and they're not taking shit from him. One guy's a Nazi and the other guy's a boxing champ <laughs> so they said she said okay we've got cleach and tiny book on the outside we'll have a three-way phone call four times a week so yats knows what's to what to do now cleach uh that's vasili Klitschko, his brother i think vlad they were both big boxers and champs that that conversation was i think december 2013 or maybe maybe it was in january 2014 i don't know but the coup was in february 2014 Kleech has been the mayor of Kiev since June 2014. So if you need somebody on the outside that you have a reason to talk to all the time and the, you know, you could talk to the mayor of the capital, right? Isn't Kiev the capital? Kiev. Yes. It's not Kiev. It's Kiev. Yeah, that's the that's the Ukrainian pronunciation. So everyone's saying Kiev to respect Ukraine. But I, I, I believe that. But I actually think if you listen to Ukrainians, they don't pronounce the no, Y yeah. and the E identically. It's Kiev. It's not Kiev, but it's Kiev. Yeah, it hasn't, Kiev it hasn't is the, the the Russian pronunciation. Right, like so that's the why they're Ukraine running from is that. Russian. Yeah, the yeah. Ukraine is Russian and Ukraine is not. Okay, so so that's Kleech, and he's still there in as mayor of Kiev. And then the other guy is Tanibuk, 
who is uh, has been on um, coalition ballots with the far right, the right sector. Um, I think as a nod to these guys, they they named a street in 2014 in Kiev uh, after Stepan Bandera, who was a Nazi and, um, you know, but a liberator of Ukraine against the communists. So, like, I can understand why they had a history of what do you do? Because they blame Stalin for the Holomodor, which yeah. was an intentional starvation. So I, yeah. I understand why somebody who have I mean, why, where do you think the Nazis came from in the first place? I mean, it was reactionary. Right. So yeah. so maybe maybe what? But it, that's how it got well, out. Treaty of Versailles, every, for sure. Yes. Yes. And also but that it was. Um, I have a book. I had a book. I must have it somewhere. It was extremely valuable. I would have lost it. But uh, from the 1933 saying Germany, Soviet or fascist. And it was just like, oh, who's going to win this election or something? You know, it was like that. Yeah. That was the choice. So yeah. that's where they were historically. But in my opinion, uh, that it's opportunistic to have these Nazis because it gets the I, I'm going to say just like young fighting men to separate themselves from the body of Ukraine that yeah. wasn't accepting the coup and wasn't accepting the, um, the, the, the oppression of Donbass, the severance of Donbass, they might have accepted, but the D Donbass wasn't allowed to sever itself. So this suppression, oppression, uh, you had to get kind of fringe elements, outsiders, people who somehow felt they were more Ukrainian than the Ukrainians. And that's yeah. like a perfect thing to do with Nazis. And I think that's what those guys were there for. So Tiny Book was like man of the year in 2012 or something crazy like that, even though he only got 1% of the vote. And I do believe some of these real far right guys did end up on the RADA. And what people don't know about Zelensky is that he dissolved, I believe he dissolved the RADA like first thing so that he could pad it with the Servants of the People Party <laughs> his TV members, show. his TV show. I mean, it's literally like calling it the Mary Tyler Moore party, you know, the Mary Tyler Moore show party. You know what I'm saying? The, the, it's always sunny in Philadelphia party. Yeah. And that. so anyway, these guys are backing him up. And it's still true to this day. The Azov what? Battalion, just like Cleach was put in in June 2014, the Azov Battalion was put in in, in, 20, in May 2014 for this and it, operation. And then it was absorbed into the... Ukrainian National Guard. I like, think they're re. I think they've re-emerged recently as their own thing now. Yeah, no, they have. And you, you, one of the things that's funny to see is if you look at there. So was it yesterday? Was International Women's Day? Oh, was it? I don't. Yeah, ooh, I never say that. Crying. <laughs> <laughs> the last. I think it was yesterday. Was International Women's Day? And so there were several tweets from like New York Times, from like big names. I can't tell you exactly. It may not have been the New York Times, but even the Ukrainian official accounts that were like, it's International Women's Day. Let's let's celebrate the women of Ukraine who are fighting against Russia. And like at least in every one out of four photo, if not one one third of the photos, the women have that circular Nazi um uh symbol on their chest and so a lot of them were deleted because people zoomed in and said i forget the name of the the, the it's like a circle and it has kind of the lightning pattern of the ss but like 12 times or something hmm. and it's on these women's things so these are not just regular ukrainian women they're ones who are tied to the the far the far right um nazi element and the azov battalion 
Wow, I'm looking. I'm looking up to see if they're. I'm like looking up all the Nazis. Do you think I'm getting traced just by looking up Nazi insignia? Let me see if I can find the pictures because I know who who posted them. My friend Will. Let's see. I'll find the photo. <laughs> I wrote Nazi insignia, <laughs> and this came up. So here we go. It's I've like a, it's a picture of a, a swastika in the. With the UK, with the Ukrainian colors, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't looking. I didn't write Ukraine. So here's the. I'll show you my Twitter screen. I won't show you my my personal messages, but um, let's see. So this was. Let me click in there. Of course, it's going to go as slow as Christmas. Uh, NATO posted all women and girls must live free and equal this international women's day. We think of the remarkable women of Ukraine, their strength, bravery, and resilience are symbolic of the spirit of their own nation. And you go and you zoom in See this girl right here. Yeah. Um, so if you zoom in, my God, go slower. She's got this little circle on her chest right here. And then you zoom in a little bit further. I'm my computer's moving so slow. You can see the shape and the little thunderbolt looking design. And then if you just Google what this is, it's called the Black Sun. The Schwarze Sonne is a Nazi symbol, a type of sun wheel employed in post-Nazi Germany context by neo-Nazis and some strains of Satanism. The symbol's design consists of 12 radial sig, sig runes similar to the symbols employed by the SS and their logo. And so this is not the only one. He he documented, because this was a, a tweet that was ended up being deleted, but there's some more down here. This is from uh, Is it just MFA. the same girl? It, no, it's different girls. So it's MFA of Ukraine. It's like one in every four picture. But if you look at these, wow. it still has the same thing is on it. Is it? Can you zoom in on that? I, I don't know if he did or not, but you can, let's see. I don't think he zoomed in on that one, but I can right. see if I can. Because that picture is pretty clear. Yeah. It's the same thing. Seriously? It's a neo-Nazi logo. And, and it's on her shoulder, too. It's on her sleeve, I think. Yep. And this is this came from Ukraine's foreign okay. ministry. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they had to... The regular Ukrainians weren't going to put down... They weren't going to go in there and kill those people in Donbass. They had to get fringy, brainwashed. You know what I mean? Like, that. Yeah. it's like, why would they use the Nazis? And it's not because... There's a Nazi goal here. It's the, it's a tactic. It's a, yeah. it was a method, right? Well, and and that's the thing. It's there. Are, there is a Nazi goal for these crazy people. Yeah, absolutely. But, yes, but I don't even know if Tiny Book cares about that. Right, but the fact that Zelensky and all of his people um, have brought the the Azov Battalion into the National Guard and they've come back out in this, and you see them in videos, and they've aligned them to Ukraine. Yeah, there needs to be some denazification of Ukraine. Yeah, for sure. That's what they like, had to do it because they couldn't do like that was it. That's all they had. That was the only violent dysfunctional subculture they could use against Russians. We're not right, like ultra nationalist wackos. Yeah. And I and and they'd had it in the works for a long time, I think, because that's why Newland knew who she had controlling what out in the population. Right, because the Azov Battalion was May 2014. Her conversation about putting Tanny Book to complain to control shit on the outside was like December 2013. So Cat Duckness says that the last image looks all kinds of Photoshop. Okay, yes, that's and what so I'm wondering. Whether I, I don't believe it is, but whether or not it's photoshopped or not, it was still posted in that form by the Ukrainians. Cat so, Duckness knows what she's doing Photoshop wise. Maybe you can yeah. look and see if you can find 
<clears throat> uh, I can do. I'll, I'll do a reverse. Seconds. She'll do it. Reverse image search here, but regardless, the point is that this is something that the Ukrainians posted, and then it's there. Whether or not it was it was added later by some nefarious person, this is pushed out by the Ukrainians. There's an issue. Whether or not that girl in particular is a Nazi, yeah, right. what it doesn't really matter. The fact is, the Ukrainian foreign ministry is comfortable enough with Nazi <laughs> symbolism that yeah. they don't not post a photo of it. I'm trying to see if we can find them in Ukraine. I can't imagine that my Google search is going to come up. Well, well, it came up with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it came up with a lot. Copy image. Well, not copy. I'm gonna run run a yeah. I mean, a, a the all movie. I said was Nazi images in Ukraine. Yep, it's there. So let me let, let me let me do the dorky thing. Let's see what comes up if I do a reverse image search on Google. Um, there we go. So we're gonna take this. We're gonna go to images.google.com. Search by image. Upload an image. I'm going to drag this bad boy in here. I don't see a specific image. Let's see. This came from, looks like it originally came from Alexei Goncharenko. Let's see if we can find. Has it been now. like, you think it's a setup that they put something Photoshopped in there? Well, I'm just checking to see if it's. Oop, you don't need to see all that. Um, if it's photoshopped, um, I can't remember this guy's name. Let me pull this off and search on Twitter. Doing the doing the work. <laughs> Did that not save? Oh, well, it work. Let's pull this off. There we go. I can get my computer Damn. to work. My GPU is pissed off. Oh, it really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> so Bellingcat says it's okay to call Ukraine's C-14 neo-Nazi. Bellingcat. Let's know. see. Let's do it. Let's see. Go here. Doing it. We're doing live. Twitter. Yeah. Let's check it's not just the Azov battalion. It's also the C-14. All right, let's see. We're going to go. Svoboda. Gone. Char... Svoboda. Franco. Svoboda was Tiny Book's party. And this C14 is a neo Nazi group. It's the youth group that emerged from Svoboda. And it was one of the far right groups active during the Euromaidan. That's what they used to take it down. What a ghoul. Let's see. This is so crazy. It's wild. How it says how alongside Azov Battalion, S14 was recognized by the United States Department of State's Bureau of Democracy in 2018 as a nationalist hate group. Look, there's a, there's a Z. What does the Z mean? The Z is Russia. All right. It's, I'm, I'm, I hope this isn't. I'm going to turn this off so I don't give anyone seasickness <laughs> by looking through this. So I find this these images. Oh, I wish this wasn't in Russian so I could actually read it. Oh, that stinks. But I don't, I don't, I don't read Russian. 
Where's this effing picture? It's weird that I can I can find the screenshot of this guy's tweet, but not the direct image that he posted. It's weird. Well, I don't think I mean that is weird, but these there's no doubt that these are neo-Nazi elements yeah. that well, were used I think... to overthrow the government in 2014 and are used to suppress the citizens in the East even now. That's why when I see the pictures of people dead on the ground in Ukraine, I think it's more likely it's from that. You know what this tells me when I'm looking for this photo and I can't find it? Why? He deleted it. Oh, so you think Cat Darkness is right? Well, what I think is that if I can't find this same photo from the same tweet, which we have a screenshot of, which right. is where the photo came that was used by the Ministry of Ukraine, if I can't find it, I think he's deleted it because it, got it looks bad on him. Because no, I think I think I think it's real, and he didn't want to uh, post positive things about Ukrainian female fighters while they had Nazi symbolism on their chests. Oh, I think I think you know uh, Occam's razor tells me that he was um, ashamed of it. If I can't find it, can we talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day? before I go to dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That got into a we got into research mode. <laughs> I know, which is not good podcasting. So, uh, but it's fun for it's fun for us. I mean, I feel like we can just have conversations like this and if people want to join us, that's super awesome. Oh yeah. Um but not during Lent when I'm not drinking. What am I going to do? <laughs> I'm look at this double chin. Oh okay. shit. Don't do that. No, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful nose, beautiful chin, everything. I do miss the beard because I yeah. I like a good Viking image, and it's, I feel like you need like. I feel like it's a part of my face now. Yeah. So this is you my face. Be, but. So my my son is a like likes those. I don't know what it is. What's the what's the video of wor, World of Warcraft? Mm. Oh, I thought that was vodka, and I was like, I cannot. No, 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 no. That's vodka. water. That's water. I don't drink vodka. No, of course not. <laughs> um. Why would I so, want tasteless liquor? It tastes like a metal, if you ask me. But anyway, my son plays War of World World of Warcraft. Yeah, wow. And he's always a hammer troll. Is hmm. there such a thing as a hammer troll in your? Do you know what a hammer troll is? I have never heard of a hammer troll, but I'm gonna. Have I think to it's Google a troll it. that has a hammer. I mean that that would be that was my deduction. Yeah. Yeah, but they're <laughs> badass apparently, and I feel like. If you were miniaturized, you could be an awesome hammer troll. But we've got well, to get that yeard going. At some point, I, I haven't gotten everything figured out, but I had invited you to, and Binkley and a couple of other people to play a Dungeons of oh, Dragons yes! game and yes, do it like Ism live. For, we need Fat yeah. Mitch. Yeah, okay. Um, because I thought it, I thought it'd be a lot of fun to do that and put I it out there. How. I know, but I I've played like one round ever. So it's okay. like there will be a lot of people learning, but that's okay. kind of the fun of it is, you know, okay. the joking. And can you imagine playing with both me and Brad Binkley mm -hmm. while we're doing voices for our characters? I think that could be fun. That could be annoying. <laughs> Depends but on. Well, mine would be not. annoying. See, I'm not a fan Brad. of voices without humor. Now, if you were oh, just well. in character the whole time, that would be OK. That would be okay. If you're yeah, if you guys I mean. were in character, yes. Yeah, and Fat Mitch. Uh I don't know if you know who Fat Mitch is, but he's a friend of the show and more. And <laughs> Ism can't. Uh Fat Mitch can do great voices and he's funny. 
So how saying, many people can play at one time? I had talked to him at one point. And I think it was play? like, I think it was like maybe top six players with the. Um, okay. So it was Ism Kant's idea. I'm a girl. Are you sure I can play? Well, I, I think that there are two ideas here, because I had the I had the idea to do it live, and to make it right. a, make it a whole show. I know, but we would have to. So who who do you who are you saying are must haves in the show? Must haves are you and Brad. Um, I forget. I, I have a DM who's writing up a uh, special one shot for it. So he's it's going to be a totally original story and thing, but I, I I can't remember my I have a list somewhere, but I haven't haven't looked at it. You you and him and if I could talk Jessica into doing it, would be the That's must have. You don't for want me. six? Okay, all right. So then I would add Ism Kent and Fat Mitch, mm. but you wouldn't you you don't want any non podcaster. No, I'm not saying that. I you just I haven't I haven't I haven't gotten that far in the planning. I just have him working okay. on it and once he's done, then I'll okay. figure out all the logistics. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. But you wanted Doesn't to talk about St. Patrick's years? Day. Doesn't it take years to play Dungeons and Dragons? It can. Uh, he's what <laughs> what what we had talked about with him was we would can do I a retire one shot. <laughs> would it be like you, a marathon like eight hours or something so so rather than a campaign which can last a long time it's a oh. one shot so it's a oh, you, you sit down oh. and do it once okay okay and then and then okay. from there we could build into a campaign if we wanted to and just like once a month once okay. every two months whatever do it a little bit here and there okay i might have to conscript a proxy for myself but <laughs> that's okay uh it'll it'll be trust trust me it'll work out fine yes i want to talk about um so you met my friend sarah and she's uh an irish dirt person she is an irish dirt person i think she's she's i think she's a universal dirt person who's irish and in ireland yes so i don't think she only knows about irish dirt i think she knows more about dirt than just irish dirt all the dirts but she's from Ireland and I wanted someone from, <laughs> I was trying, I was like, I was sitting there and I was like, I want to do something Irish for the episode that releases the day before St. Patrick's day. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to find an Irish person. And then uh, Brad asked me to cover That's his so Zoom. Crazy. That's a his, synchro. Yeah. He asked me to cover his Zoom responsibilities for one of your uh, patron yes. Zoom parties. Yes, yes, yes. And I was just like, she's talking about dirt, which is for multiple reasons, very yeah. interesting to me, not to mention yeah. the fact that she's very openly Christian. And we, in, in our emails, we kind of talked about, um, the con, the, the, the concept of Sabbath. Yeah. And I've been for the last little bit learning about that in particular, because I think there's a lot of misunderstanding, especially in American Christianity. About, especially since we don't celebrate the, the Sabbath on the Sabbath. That's right. Weird. <laughs> because and, yeah, that's so, a little weird. And so that was one of the things she said is, you know, why do we do the Sabbath not on the on the Sabbath? And I'm like, I have an answer for you and we'll probably get into it. Let's get into it then. Save it. Yeah. Oh, can well, I? Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I'm totally going to just photobomb you just for like five minutes that day. Yeah, totally. Um, but no, so that that's something I want to hit. And also um, because we do some severely Christian episodes as well as just kind of normal things. Um, I want to talk to her about the Sabbath, but I also want to, uh, first off, the idea of humanity and dirt and how we relate and how dirt is actually good for us is very mm-hmm. interesting to me. But the tie into... 
Oh yeah. But the tie in to the, to the Genesis story of us being created out of the dirt is a very interesting correlation with it. Oh, and I'd nice. like to explore that. Oh, that's going to well. be really cool. I cannot so, wait. Is that a 90 minute or so? Probably so. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, uh, I'll probably pop in towards the end. Is it okay that I crash your shows and invite myself? No, that's fine. No, it's fine. I, 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 one time, not that long ago, I was like, Hey guys, to my patrons. And I was like, um, so I, I need to fill some spaces for these shows. Cause I'm booked out till May now, which by the way, if you want to come back May 4th, which is the day before Cinco de Mayo, and after Easter, so that, that has we can to be a have... Star Wars episode. Well, I mean, I we could, but also we could just kind of think about Cinco de Mayo and drink margaritas while we talk. Yes, I believe I am. There is a chance that I am not available that weekend because I've been planning a girls' trip. I never get a girls' trip, but I miss my Atlanta people so so much. Well, and we'll, I'm dragging we'll them see. out here. So that that may be the weekend. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, Does that it would be a That's Wednesday. A Wednesday. Okay, I think yeah. that might work. So, so maybe we'll do that and drink. You'll, you'll be able to come back on the show. Yeah, with for alcohol. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have to remind me like when I'm, but email me the, or something. So the I things that people, people told me was they, they would like to see more of you. And also they said, a couple people said, we want to hear from Brad every month. Nice. Because it, it, what's yeah. I don't know if you've know this about the episodes that Brad come on every single time he comes on it's the newest longest episode that we've done. Wow! No way! Every single time Does he it know goes that longer. that's the thing now that he's that yeah, he he's knows like, that it keeps happening, but it's right. it's not like planned. It's just we we just talk until we're like oh no no one's watching anymore. <laughs> well, but I mean it gets watched after, right? It doesn't have to yeah. be live. Yeah. I'm oh, sure it's but. So what we're what we're doing, I don't know if I've told you this, but every or if, uh, Brad's told you this, but at the end, the last show of every month is now a Brad show where we'll recap the month and just talk to Brad. That's and awesome. so I'm, I'm on a Wednesday. It. It's on yeah. your Wednesday thing. Oh, that's terrific. Live every time. At, that, as, as far as I know, he's agreed to it. So but I mean, that's it's why always I made live, a collage. Right? It's always, yeah, it's, it's always live unless it's someone who's in another country or who has a really crazy schedule. We have yeah. um, this one guy. You may be interested in this. I found a guy on TikTok who will be coming, I think, in April who grew up on a polygamist Mormon compound. Wow. And will be. Mexico? Yeah. In Mexico? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I haven't asked yet. Because I, you know, like I, I want him to tell the story and me actually get yeah, it. Yeah, that absolutely. Moment. That's fantastic. Um, but yeah, he so he grew up in um, a polygamous Mormon compound, and I'm thrilled about just learning about that because what the hell, what the hell is that like? Yeah. You know. And so, like, I'm I'm looking for things, but if you want to do, if, if we can figure out, we'll talk offline. But yeah, let me you, know if you can do May and, um, 4th, like. Yeah, that'd be great. So can we share your Brad episodes with our premium Any, subscribers anytime? All right, excellent. That's I can, I can, I can, I can give it. you MP3s, or I can yeah. give you. No, the, my, our the people videos, love those whatever. episodes, so that's terrific. <laughs> All right, babe. Well, it's dinner time here on the West Coast, so yeah, and it's almost yeah, bedtime cool. here on the East. On oh my the gosh, East, yes, it East is. Coast, oh but... my gosh, oh my gosh, especially. <laughs> so, probably most of the people in your house are already asleep. Oh God, I hope so. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> so. With that, we I, I always have fun talking to you. And it's so funny because uh, someone asked, what are you going to talk about with 
with Monica. And I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But there are a couple things I just kind of want to throw out there to, yeah. to gauge her reaction on because it's like I know where my brain goes and I want to know where yours goes because yeah. it's like a lot of times what I've loved, especially like the first time I went on Propaganda Report was uh, we were sitting there and only you and me can see the video. But I just make a point and then I'd see your face light up like <laughs> that's it. That's the thing. And I'm like, yes. yes. And so that's why I love talking to you because I can throw out these little things and go, okay, where is she? Where am I? Because I think we both um diverge in these ways but we both go okay no that's a that's an interesting point yeah <laughs> for sure because the thing is you don't always get people who have like thought of something you didn't think of about something that you thought about usually you can kind of hit all the highlights and be like maybe 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 but that's like oh i didn't think of that one okay so yeah. what do you got is this a little rapid fire oh no no i i i covered it i was just saying oh I, you got I'm just, them oh okay yeah okay, good. i'm just like I'm uh -oh, just thrilled. i didn't know you had an agenda no no but i'm just thrilled that there are people yeah that can I can just talk to and I have fun and you know we keep yes. the audience steady the whole time. Yes. And I um I look forward to you filling in for Brad and I think I'm gonna ask you to fill in for me coming soon. Oh yeah. It's Hell my yeah. it's my son who has Down syndrome. It's his spring break. Oh so uh party and yeah, hard. I gotta deal with that. <laughs> I'm gonna so, take him to see my mom, but like I have to just I don't there'll there will be no time for work <laughs> other kind of work that's my main job so I've, I've told this to brad before i'm about to let everyone know who doesn't know where to find you but you're the only people that i've ever given the patreon for because wow. i don't do that for everyone but okay. like i like y'all enough to say hey pay this woman oh um, wow so nice. well, we're both but, on rockfit that's true we are and i i i don't know what to do with that i'll, I'll talk to you about that offline because it's a, it's know, a weird I thing i know um but, I can explain it to you. I can't explain it to you tonight, but I can explain no, it to you. I, how it works. I, it's complicated. I understand it, but I'll I'll explain to you my weirdness with it. Mm -hmm. It's tricky. <laughs> but Rockfin's great. Uh, no, Rockfin is cool great. It's the, the thing is that, just so people don't think we've got secrets, the thing is you get paid, you get subscribers if they enter through your channel. And over time, the percentage of that that you get goes down and you get royalties for other people's watchers watching your stuff. So you want to think about how to make the most of your time and effort according to their model, but their yeah. model is kind of complicated, but I love it. I think it's the best bang for the buck, both for creators and for consumers. So I'm, I, it's just, you got to know where to put your energy within yeah. that universe. So, and if you join through his thing, he gets it. If you join through my thing, I get it. So, and if we if we get mutual follows and we retain those follows, we get it additionally for from other people. I mean, it's just it is kind okay. of a cool situation. People need to watch it, watch your stuff on it though. So, like, I put my stuff on a podcast feed, but if people watch it on Rockfin, I get royalties for it. Right. So it's but, a long story. Anyway, yeah, you you guys are on everything but YouTube now because. Uh, YouTube yes. is dead to you, oh which I haven't gotten into Rumble yet. But Rumble, you know. so we just put it up on Rumble, and it connects to our locals channel. So if you want to do social stuff, um, join us on Locals. You can get all our extended release material, and with Rumble, you get all our free videos. On Rockfin, you get all our paid videos, yep. and uh, on Patreon, if you want to listen to our podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, that's the one for you. But where it's propaganda yep. report, Patreon.com/slash propaganda report, propreport.locals.com. I don't even know what it is on Rumble, but I'm sure you can find it there. <laughs> and on Rockfin, it's rockfin.com slash propaganda report. Thank you. Yep. And I'm at Monica Perez show on Twitter, where Boom. I stay up way too late tweeting. <laughs>
Yeah, I do. I do the same thing. Can you believe it's been two years since I put out those Waco episodes? Wow, I feel like it was longer ago than that. It was. I feel like it's only. It has to have only been two years. It was three years. It was in. I think it was in 2020. No. (laughs) You won't allow it. (laughs) Because don't you think I still worked at WSB? I don't. I I think it may. I, I. I. I could look. But I'm look, pretty right sure now, it was 2020. I have got right to go, now. but I'm not going until you find that for me right now. Let's see, when did I post this? That was okay. So first off, that was episode. Those started on episode, episode 35. 30, 34, yeah, 35. Uh, which we're currently on 132, so we're almost 100 episodes away from that. So wow. that would be about two years. Um, let's see, 35. No, 35 was Ruby Rich. 39 was uh, January 28th, 2020. Wow. So it was just before COVID. Because I was like, that wasn't during the COVID time. Yeah. It was it literally was right just before. before. Wow. It's unbelievable to me. It yeah. feels like a million years ago. Yeah. So like she said, you can find her. Uh, you can check That's out the- That's I fell in love with you, Cam. I mean, I am. It, it's it's my voice. Yes. <laughs> I did get my latest job because they said- that if they had, if they were a customer who was mad or frustrated, mine was the voice that they would want to hear on the That's other end of the phone. Absolutely true. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thank you. Okay. People just like your voice. <laughs> you might have to grow the beard back just because I like the Got biking it. thing, but I like your, you know, your chin. I may, I may my, never have my, a chance to see that again. My wife says, I can suddenly see all of the expressions on your face and I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's why your kids are afraid of you and crying. <laughs> Like, I'm so impressive. Yeah, they think you're so cool. <laughs> All right. You're reanimated. I, I am very animated. The the beard dumbs it down a little bit. I look so much like my brother and sister. Like it's wild. I should send All you right, pictures. Well, you look like your sister. You might have to grow the beard back. Okay, I'll show you. You'll and you'll go, yes, you do look like your sister. And then your kids look like you too. You guys are just all springing from each other, fully formed. Very strong Viking vibes coming out of this. I wasn't. I'll leave it at this and not say the next word that was in my head. All right. All right. So we're wrapping up. So like she said, you can find her at Twitter at Monica Perez show, patreon.com slash the propaganda or propaganda report. You can go to the propreport.com if you want to check out everything that they're in and say, Hey, this is a story that I want you to look into for me. You can do that on that website as well. Still, you can still do that, right? Um, I do have that there. It's called the press pool, but it wasn't working for a while. So I went over to locals, but yep, you can't so post the locals if you don't join. So you could do it on the press pool. That's true. Um, it's so free. they're also on locals Rockfin. Are y'all on Odyssey yet? I can't do anything else. I'm done. <laughs> I feel, People I feel tell that. me to go on Odyssey. I just, I'm not, I can't. I'm done. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, but beyond that, let me, let me tell you what's coming up in the coming weeks and I'll tell you where to find our stuff and to pray for Jessica's recovery from her surgery. Um, but next week, like uh, Monica said, we have Sarah, the dirt, the Irish dirt person coming on. It's going to be a fantastic episode following that. It's going to be just a Jessica and um, Brit from the used to be from the freckles and Brit show. They're going to be doing a girls only episode. And I was, I was, it was because I was going to move, but now I need to paint my office and I don't, I don't want to do that in the middle of the week and try to get an episode out. Like, yep. Not going to do it. Um, after that, the very lovely Brad Binkley yes. will be coming back. 
um, Backpage Brad will be back on the show. And then after that, we're going to start up our, we have a very short one. It's not Christmas, so there's not four episodes, but we're leading up to Easter. Um, nice. So we're going to have two episodes. We're going to have an episode with Cody Cook, where we're going to talk about um, the Old Testament and Jesus and the New Testament, how they mix and how the story of the Old Testament is part of the gospel. And then we're going to follow, I'll, I'll tell you the fifth one. Usually I don't do this, but after that, we're going to have Glenn Peoples on, who is a an Australian out of New Zealand. That'll be another ep early episode. And we're going to talk about the resurrection of Jesus, as well as our own eventual resurrection and the Christian, the ultimate Christian hope. So it's going to be very That's Easter. Cool. That's two weeks nice. of Easter. Awesome. Um, <laughs> beyond that, I'm on Twitter at Ham Carlos because uh, <laughs> Lindsey Graham is able to go on Twitter and say that Putin should be killed by his people, but I can't tell Justin Trudeau to eat shit and die. I don't know what that's about. Um, so and I'm you were only Carlos. in it. Yeah, I was being is tongue in cheek. I asked it as a right. question. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, who's not here, if you want to follow her, she's at Soup Canarchist. We're on Patreon, where you can join us for early episodes and Zoom parties and all the stuff. All the stuff that I stole from Monica to get people to come into Patreon. You can do that on ours, patreon.com slash the mad ones. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, we have uh, t-shirts and more at wearethemadones.com slash store. We have a Bible study, if you're really interested in that, and talking to us weekly about uh, right now we're in the middle of Acts and diving into that. Just message me on Twitter. And then we're also on YouTube. If you're listening, we're on YouTube, Rockfin and Odyssey, where you can watch live Wednesdays, um, every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're on every podcatcher. We're on all the things. That's all I have for you. Love it. Do you have any? Oh, here's the question. I forgot. I almost forgot to ask you. Before we sign off, what's one thing right now that's giving you hope to carry on with everything that you do and in your life that we can share with the people? Uh. One thing that's giving me hope is that my children who were really um, derailed by the lockdown are, as all children are, I hope, uh, so resilient that they're back on their feet. They're loving what is springtime here in L.A. And uh, I feel like my fears of kind of, you know, that this was going to really have a permanent impact on their, like their mood and their outlook. I think they just feel like it's spring and we're just going to put all that behind us. And let's hope yeah. that that's the way it goes. The resiliency of the human spirit. There you go. It's Especially the youth, the youth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like well, in behind me represent, I won't even get into some propaganda I saw the other day, but even, even they're telling us to forget about COVID already. So fine. Fine. Fine with me. <laughs> Fine with Fine. me. So with that, thank you so much for coming on. You know I love you, and I just like talking thank to you. you. I love you, too, and I absolutely love your little butt chin. It's so cute. <laughs> My dad gave it to me. Um, <laughs> so like always, to you wonderful people, you have a chance to be a light in the world, so go light it up. 